Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacy. I'm so glad that you could join me on this Sunday morning. So this month, we have been talking about praise on Sundays, and it was my intentions to talk about praise today. But today, I kind of want to just talk about being aware, being aware of the season that you are in. Being aware of the enemy. Being Just being aware. Sometimes it takes a little bit of stepping back and really just kind of going through the, through the process before we kind of gain awareness of just everything. But it's a blessing when God begins to allow you to see and begin to recognize when the enemy is trying to attack your life. It's so necessary when you begin to see the seeds that the enemy tries to sow. And how God will just step in and prevent it. He will step in and block it. How the Lord will just orchestrate different things in your life. Sometimes things that we are ignorant to. Sometimes when we're in the middle of just going through something, things that we aren't even aware of. That God will shield and cover and protect you from. And when you begin to recognize the protection and the shielding and the working power of the Lord. Sometimes when things come up in your life. It don't phase or bother you as much because you recognize that, Lord God, you have built my trust with you in such a way that whatever happens in life, whatever happens in the season that I'm in, I understand and know that you are allowing it to happen for a reason. When you begin to truly dedicate your life to God. And today I was kind of go, going to go into praise and worship, the difference between it, and I believe that. I can still talk about praise and worship because when you truly begin to dedicate your life to God, it is a form of worship. When you begin to really just allow him in and begin to trust him with your steps, when you begin to really ask the Lord to go before you, when you begin to lean and depend on God and truly begin to see that he really is for you. Sometimes in life, things may hurt us or sometimes in life we may see things from one perspective and then as we keep on allowing God into the situation allowing God into our heart and begin to pray about the different things we begin to see the truth of the situation because they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and Jesus is the way the truth and the life and when you begin to allow him into your life he fills it with life he fills it with truth and he shows you the way Sometimes we get so set into planning the way we want things to go. But if God is the co-planner, if we begin to really allow God into our lives and say, Lord God, I need your wisdom and your direction and your guidance and leading me and guiding me. God, I need you to cover me from attacks that I don't even know the enemy is plotting and planning. God, I need you to be there for me as my defender. Lord, I need you to be there for me as my covering. Lord, I need you to be there for me. And everything that I face on a day-to-day basis. When we begin to truly allow God into our situations. When we truly begin to know and recognize that he is the shield. When we truly begin to know and recognize that God not only are you the shield. God you are the one who is my comforter, my friend. The Holy Spirit is there as a God. He's there as a comfort. He's there as a helper. And you begin to see Lord God. I may not understand everything that happens in my life. I may not understand everything 
Lord God, but I do understand and know that my steps have been ordered by the Lord. My steps have been ordered by the Lord. And so whatever step, Lord God, I step into and whatever step you allow me to take and whatever step you allow me to walk in, I understand and know that it's going to work out for my good. And what things I need to come into the knowledge of and what things I need to come into the truth of, if I keep on seeking your face, I know, Lord God, that you're going to bring me understanding. I know, Lord God, that you're going to reveal to me what I need to know in the time that I need to know it in. And I know, Lord God, that you are going to lead me and guide me and direct me so that I can know the next steps that I need to take. When you begin to truly, when God begins to truly build your confidence up in him and he allows different things in your life to happen and different things in your life to come to pass because he's trying to build your trust. He's trying to build your confidence. He's trying to open your eyes to see the things that are necessary for you to see so that you can know how to prosper. And whatever season is coming up is in your life and whatever day is coming up in your life. I look back on my life sometimes and I'm like, Lord God, if it had not been for the thing that I went through five years ago, if it if I had not encountered that thing that I thought was small 10 years ago, if I had not encountered those things, Lord God, I wouldn't be able to deal with today. Sometimes we look back over our life and we say we look at things in our life and we say, you know what? There was a little memory that I thought something was that was small in my life and I thought was unimportant. And it was something that may have lasted for a short time. And you look back on that thing from where you are today and it's kind of like, you know what, Lord, that prepared me for where I am right now. And you begin to see that those little small things, those things that sometimes we think are unimportant, those things that sometimes we may just. It may be something that we enjoy. It may be something that we just don't care for. It may be something that we feel is, is unimportant. And we go keep on traveling through life and we realize that was something that I was just kind of doing on my own because I thought that, you know, I just want to try something out. Or that was something that I thought was unimportant, but I had it was something that I had to do and something I had to go through. And we look at those little small things and it's kind of like, Everything may not have gone the way it was supposed to go, but Lord God, I appreciate you for allowing me to be able to go through it because now I understand and I recognize how to recognize the enemy. Now I understand how to, now I understand and I have a greater relationship with you. Now I have a better confidence and a better trust in you, Lord God. I'm so appreciative of you. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. It's kind of like in school when you are sitting down in the classroom and you wondering, how is this going to benefit me in the long run? And I do understand there are some things that you learned in school that you may not be using right now, but you may be using it and not recognizing that you are using it. The little courses in geometry and then you get in your home and you just you start taking out taking out tape measures and realize, hey, I want to build stuff. And you learn about angles and you're using angles and you're not really realizing that you're using angles and you, you kind of developed a, a sense of of angles and direction. Hey, I can cut this at 90 degrees and I can see it. Not really realizing that you use that you learning you, you actually activating that skill of geometry that you learned in, in about the tenth or ninth grade. That's kind of how life works. It sometimes God will sit you in a classroom of life, and you're wondering why in the world am I having to go through this? Why in the world am I having to deal with this? Why in the world did they choose me to be able have to take this class and then come back and do a report on it? Why in the world am I having to be the one? that has to go and do this thing. Why am, why me, Lord? And then you realize it could be the next day, it could be 15 years from now. And you realize 
Lord, I didn't realize that this was going to be a part of my future. Lord, I didn't realize that this was going to be part of the plan that you have for me. And so the thing that I thought was unimportant, the thing that I kind of complained about, the thing that I didn't realize was something that you were really designing into my life to be able to go forth in. While I was busy just kind of living life, you were putting, you were placing thing in, things in my path and you were placing things in my life and you were allowing people to come in and out of my life and you were leading in and you were guiding me the whole time. And I'm really, I'm, I'm like, I was just trying to choose whether or not to do or to not to do. And some things that I chose not to do, I'm realizing, man, I should have chose to do that thing because it would have been a lot easier on me um, now. And it's kind of like, that was you, Lord God, pulling and leading on me. That was you, Lord God, really um, pulling on me. Sometimes I look back and I think about, you know, how much I loved art in school. And I, I went through, um, I did art. And when I was in college, I, I was um, taking, I did, started with um, a business major. And I was like, you know what, I'm, this is I'm not I'm not really into this right now I know I want to be an entrepreneur because I always had an entrepreneur spirit since I was little and but I, I didn't I just didn't like business it was boring to me I, I'm more of a, a creative but I could do the business and so I decided to go into creative writing because that's that's what I love to do was creative writing but I really was feeling I really wanted to do digital filmmaking and I really wanted I felt I really felt pulled towards art but I kept finding excuses not to really um, go into art and now I'm now I'm doing children's illustrations. And it's as if God is really um, blessing my mind to be able to pull that gift out because I didn't really know that I had it. I didn't really realize I didn't even recognize that some of the stuff that I'm working on and drawing with. And I didn't even realize I could do that. And I felt and I go back to that moment when I was just in my when I, when I was in my 18, 19 and I felt God um, leading me. Hey, go into art. And I kept passing the art building. I kept going in there, but I just wouldn't didn't want to take art. I kept finding excuses. I kept finding reasons as to why I had voices from my past, uh, the, the voices of, past, of people telling me things in my past that kind of dictated whether or not I wanted to do it. But the whole time, the Holy Spirit, that was the Holy Spirit pulling on me. That was the Holy Spirit leading me because he knew that where I was getting ready to, he knew what my path was. God knows where I, he knew where he was leading me to. I didn't recognize it at the time, but the more I began to go with God, the more I began to um, build, help my confidence built up in God through whatever situations and different circumstances that he allows me to go to through that he was, that was him pulling on me. Sometimes it takes us um, recognizing God. Sometimes as we go through life, we, we, we stay with God for a while. We stay with God for years and we stay with God. And then we learn God, I, I recognize that, that that was you pulling on me. And now, because I recognize that pull now in my life today, I recognize, okay, that was the same pull that God was giving me back then. And so I recognize, Lord God, this is you pulling on me. We have to learn the voice of God. We have to learn the pull of the Holy Spirit. We have to learn those things, especially if you're new to seeking God. Don't expect it to be just easy starting out because you have to learn them. You have to learn when he's leading you. You have to learn when he's guiding you. You have to learn when he's covering you. You have to learn when he's protecting you. Sometimes we see a thing and we like, Lord God, I really wanted that position or I really wanted to do that thing or I really wanted to do this. And it kind of like it doesn't go through and we keep trying and it doesn't go through. And then we keep on we keep on trusting God and we keep on allowing him to build our confidence. And we begin to see, Lord God, that was you the whole time that was covering me and shielding me. You were putting up a block for a reason. You were putting up a wall for a reason. You are not allowing that to go through for a reason. You have to trust that God is leading you. You have to trust that God is walking with you. You have to trust that God is stepping with you. You have to trust. And let me tell you something. The, in order to trust God, you have to stay with God. 
in order to trust God, you have to allow him to work with you. In order to trust God, you have to allow him to really begin to let you to see, hey, now I'm getting ready to open your eyes to see this is how I was leading you um, even then. This is how I was leading you back 15 years ago. This is how I was leading you even 10 years ago. And I know you were still learning me and I know you were still kind of trying to exercise obedience, but you were still kind of in the phase of learning me. And so now I'm going to allow you to take those things that were programmed into your mind that you don't even realize was there. And I'm going to work on them. I'm going to operate within them. This is why I, you couldn't let this go. This is why you kept on um, operating in this in this in this way. This is why this hobby, it, this this hobby is not just a hobby for you. This is why even though you you know that you need to kind of sort through some different things. This is why you haven't been able to let this one in particular go. Because this is the this is the direction that I'm leading you in. This is what I put it within you. Sometimes you got to give God a little bit of a chance to allow you to see how he's been operating and working in your life. And then sometimes this is this is how the enemy has tried to attack you on today. This is how the enemy has tried to come in. This is this is how um, I have put up a block and a covering. I know you don't understand it right now, but I'm getting ready to open your eyes so you can see. This is how this if if I would allow um, this situation not to happen, this is. This is exactly, this is what would have happened. This is, and sometimes when you begin to really look at, well, not sometimes, but when you be really begin to look at things from God's perspective, it's like, Lord God, thank you. You can't help but go into a praise. You, how can you not worship God? How can you not worship God? When you truly begin to look at your life and you truly begin to um, really just see, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So when God begins to reveal that truth to you, when you begin to say, I'm going to dedicate my life to walking in the spirit, I'm going to dedicate my life to walking with God. When you begin to dedicate your service to the Lord, when your lifestyle begins to bleed Jesus, when your lifestyle truly begins to, um, God, I care about the steps that I take because I care how you see my steps. God, I care about how you feel about the way that I'm taking Lord God, go before me in every day. Lord God, allow me to see where you have stepped so that I can be sure to step in, in that those exact same footprints. Because Lord God, if I step in your footprints, then I know that I'm okay. No matter if the situation works out like I want it to, or no matter if it doesn't work out the way I want it to, there's a reason for it and I know it's going to work out for my good. I know it's going to work out for my good. So Lord God, I'm going to keep on living life. I'm going to keep on stepping. And I'm going to keep on trusting that, Lord God, you are leading me. And if, Lord God, I, I, I take a step where you didn't step, I know, Lord God, that you are teaching me. I know, Lord God, that I'm learning. And so, Lord God, if I, if I, if I fail to follow through on something or, or if something doesn't work out, Lord God, I know that you're going to take it and it's going to work out for my good. And you're going to allow me to learn and you're going to allow me to see because you're a rabbi, the teacher. And so, Lord God, I know, Lord God, that as I continue to walk through life, I know that you're going to uh, allow me to be able to really focus in on you. I know, God, that you are with me. And, Lord God, you keep on showing yourself up over and over again. And you keep allowing me to see that you are there with me through the good. You are there with me through the bad. You are there with me when I don't understand. You are there with me when I'm trying to figure it out. You are there with me, guiding me, leading me, teaching me. You are there with me. And Lord God, when I see how you've been with me, when I see how you are with me, when I see, Lord God, that it's you that's been ordering my steps this whole time. When I see, Lord God, that when when I see, Lord God, that even though sometimes um, what happens in my life may not look like you, 
when I see, Lord God, that your will is going forth in my life, when I see, Lord God, that sometimes um, when I don't understand and then other people are trying to understand and it may not look like you, Lord God. And I know, Lord God, that my steps are being ordered by you, Lord God. I know, Lord God, that everything that I face, Lord God, is because of you. It's because you allowed it for your glory to be revealed. Sometimes if you really look into the um, if you really look and study the ministry of Jesus, if you really look and study the ministry of Jesus, the glory of God was revealed when 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 ugly things happen, when things sometimes they didn't understand happen. When Lazarus died, Lazarus died. It was at his death that the glory of the Lord was revealed that, hey, my power is so strong. I'm able to even raise from the dead. His glory was revealed when Jesus was on the sea, when he was in the boat at the bottom of the boat sleeping. And the storm, be, they were in the middle of a storm and they were panicked. And they came and woke up Jesus. His glory was revealed that, hey, I have the power to calm the sea and the storms in your life. Do you not know that they built their trust in their faith? When Peter began to sink because he went out there, uh, he said, you know, he wanted to go walk out there on the water with Jesus. And he began to look at the, the winds, the winds that were blowing in his life. And you know what that revealed to us? That, hey, if you call on me, I'm able to lift you up out of a situation that you may be drowning in. When we really begin to look at the ministry of Jesus, we, we realize that he is a help. In order for Peter had to call out to Jesus and Jesus lifted him up out of that. And then he helped him walk back to that boat. And, you know, the storms and then what I recognize about that, 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 that's so profound to me as I began to really read that, that verse, that, 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 that story about um, Peter and Jesus. That the winds didn't cease until they got back into the boat. Meaning that he had to carry him um, from that sea while the wind was still blowing until they got back into the boat. So sometimes in your life, the winds may still be blowing. But if you're calling on Jesus, I guarantee you he's right there beside you walking with you. If you're trusting him. The glory of the Lord has to be revealed. Sometimes in life, we think that life is supposed to be peachy and roses and cream and everything is supposed to go the way it's supposed to go. The way that we expect it to go. But sometimes that's not life. That's not the time to abandon God. That's the time to call on him all the more. That's not the time to abandon God. Your life could be the one that he's trying to use. Hey, I, I want my glory to re be revealed in your life. I need people to see that I'm a healer. And I know the situation don't look like it don't look pretty right now. It look ugly, but I need you to I need I need to reveal my glory into you. And I need people to know that I, I'm still in the healing business. I, I know that your life may not look like everything that you want it to look like right now, but I need get people to know that I'm in the restoring business. Jesus didn't build a reputation for himself. Sometimes our worlds and our lives get so shattered because we felt like we built such a reputation for ourselves. And then when we go to the storm, we realize that reputation was almost sinking sand. When you're in God, when you're in God, you, you, you can't live by no reputation. Your reputation has to be Jesus. Your, rep your, 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 your reputation has to be Jesus. And sometimes God is going to allow things to come up in your life that may be ugly, that may be unpretty, that people criticize and ostracize you for, that people may forget that, 
that hey you're 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 throwing stones at me and they don't they hurt they hurt and you don't really and sometimes people don't recognize sometimes the people of god this is why it's so important for the people of god to walk in the spirit don't realize I, I, you, that that child that you're talking about is mine and not only is that my child I allow them to go through it because I need my glory to re- be revealed in their life. There are so many people around us that's broken that don't realize that God can restore them, that God can heal them. And when they see my people treating my people in such a way that's opposite of me, that's not that's contrary to my glory being revealed. Sometimes God need sometimes God allows his people to go through storms in life. Because he wants the glory to be revealed. He wants the glory to be revealed. Sometimes don't take the storm as if I, sometimes this is something that I had to overcome. Don't take the storm as, 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 don't take the storm as something that you did wrong. But take it as a form of God, how can I glorify you in this? God, how is your glory being revealed in my life? How are, how am I being a light? Sometimes we say, Lord God, I want to be a light. Lord God, I want to be an example. Sometimes being an, when you choose to be an example, an example of God's love, an example to be chosen by God, sometimes that ain't always pretty. Sometimes, hey, in order for people to know that I need, I'm a restorer, I got to take you through something. And I'm going to restore you. I got to allow you not. I got to allow you to go through something. Do you not know that Job went through something? Not because Job went through what he went through, not because he did something wrong. But because God was wanting to show him off. And his friends came in because, you know, in that in that time. And then if you look at the cultural of that. If something went wrong in your life, you got leprosy or something like that. It's because you did something wrong. So he had boils all over his body. He lost all of his children, all of his possessions. He lost everything that he had. And then he had to deal with this painful, this painful, uh, this painful um, skin disease all over his body. He was not only dealing with pain and agony on the inside, but he was dealing with pain and agony on the outside as well. And his and his friends. They were there and they sat through him with the quietness. But when 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 Joe wasn't recovered in the time that they thought that he should be recovered in. They criticized him and they they, they thought that he did something wrong. And the only thing that um, the only thing that uh, Joe did. Was being chosen by God to go through. And then being chosen by God. God also was um, choosing to set him up for greater. God was choosing to set him up for greater. If your response to when um, God allows somebody to go through a storm is to talk about and criticize somebody, especially somebody that you know is faithful to God. I'm telling you right now, I question whether or not you truly are walking in the spirit. Because sometimes people go through storms and then I and, and sometimes it's just a matter of you have to learn God. And sometimes you may be in a learning phase. And so that may be a natural response for you because um, you're still learning. You're still growing. 
And sometimes it may be a natural um, uh, 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 response for you because of the people that you're with and you're hanging around because that's what they do. Sometimes it may be a response for you I, it's because you are trying to fit in with those people and because you really just don't know how to respond. And so that's what you're seeing being done. And I'm telling you right now, if you're around people like that, get away from them. Get away from them. And you go, you go seek out your, your relationship with God and pray for the person that they may have been talking about. God is a restoring God. Why would God be a restoring God if he had no one to restore? And then when God restores you, when God heals you, when God makes you whole, you have to go out and you have to strengthen your brethren. Hey, I've taken you through this process. I needed you to be an example. Now I'm going to send you out as a light. You wanted to be a light. Now you have the you, you have the tools, the resources. You have what you need. You have the testimony to bless someone else's life now. And you have the, the you have what you need to walk as I walk. You have what you need so that um, when someone begins to, when someone is drowning in life, when someone is drowning in life, and I need you to be my hands and my feet. You know how to respond to it. You know how to go and be my hands and my feet. Sometimes we ask for things, but we don't really realize. Do you not realize sometimes that in order to be the hands and feet of Jesus, that's going to re- that's going to require you to have to go through some things sometimes. When Job was recovered, when he was recovered, do you not know that he rejected the friends? And he told Job. I'm not going, I'm not hearing from them. Pretty much he was saying, I'm not hearing from them because I don't like the way they treated you when you were going through. And so I need you to come and I need, I'm going to listen to you. So I need you to come. And and God still advocates for it. Look how he was advocating for them. I need you to go and I need you to, uh, I need you to go and cover them. Cause I'm going to receive from you and you're going to have to cover them. Even though they, even though they didn't treat you like you needed to be treated. I need you to go and cover them. So that I can re- so that I can be able to receive and accept them again. And Job did it. Job did it. See, because God truly does know our heart. When people say God knows my heart, sometimes they're 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 not really recognizing the 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 the, the, the real truth behind that 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 statement. He does know your heart, and he knows whether or not it's evil in there, and he knows whether or not it's good in there. He knows whether or not you're responding in the way that you need to respond. And he knows whether or not you said that statement um, in a foul way. And sometimes we, we, we take truth as people, as people judging us. Everybody that tells you the truth ain't judging you. Sometimes it's just a matter you don't want to hear the truth. Everybody that tells you the truth ain't judging you. If you have a booger in your nose, if you have a booger in your nose, and I say, hey, you got a booger in your nose. You judging me because I got a booger in my nose. No, I'm telling you, you have a booger in your nose and you need to remove it. Because I don't want you going out there looking like and everybody's staring at you because you, you have something in there and they looking at you crazy and you're trying to figure out why. You should know the truth and the truth should make you free. Why do you have to struggle and knowing why people are looking at you funny and nobody's telling you the truth when all you have to do is receive that truth, clean it out, and then... You won't have to be wrestling with why are they looking at me crazy. Now, if I tell you you have a book in your nose. And that makes you a and you have a book in your nose and I start going into judgment. 
if I start telling you, oh, every time you get a booger in your nose, you always act like this and you ain't nothing and stuff like that. Now, okay, now I'm going into like, okay, I'm judging you. But don't, everybody that tells you the truth ain't judging you. You have to be able to be willing to receive the truth. Because the truth is going to make you free. Some stuff you ain't got to wrestle with. Some stuff you wrestle with be simply because you aren't receiving the truth. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, as we go through life, we do, I, uh, I hope you guys do understand that there are things, there are certain things that God has to reveal to you over time, over time. Everything, you're not going to know everything at 12. You're not going to know everything at 15. You're not going to know everything at 30. You're not going to know everything at 40. As long as you keep living, there is more truth that God can reveal to you. You're not going to know everything at 60. Some stuff you forget that you learned when you were 12. But it's being open and willing to walk in the truth that God needs you to walk in. The truth of his word. The truth that he loves you. The truth that he's willing to be there for you. The truth that he can restore you no matter what you go through. The truth that sometimes you're going to have to suffer. That sometimes you're going to have to suffer for the glory of the Lord to be revealed. Sometimes you're just going to have to suffer because the world rejects God. Everybody does not follow Jesus. And sometimes that will cause you to be rejected, criticized. That will cause you to have to go through different things. Because they don't, it's not that they're rejecting you, they're rejecting Jesus. They don't want Jesus. You can have a friend in your life and they all, for, they all bouncy, hunky-dory. until And then they start fading away when you start bringing up Jesus. It's like, I like you, but I can't be around. I can't be around Jesus. And then some people, some people, they are attracted to you because of Jesus. He says, my sheep know my voice. Some people, they don't even know why they like you. They just know it's something about you. That they just like. Not recognizing that it's Jesus. And you have to be the one to open up your mouth and tell them. Hey, this is this is why you kind of developed an interest in me and don't realize it. It's not really me. Now, some people, they obviously they do like your personality because you are you. Don't get me wrong. But some people, it's kind of like they just they just love being around you because of Jesus. And. I'm just. Um, I'm just um, kind of talking from a. From a place of just getting to know God better. I believe that as we begin to go through life and we truly begin to seek God and we begin to really just allow him to operate in our lives, we'll see that something, something that are so small is kind of like, you know what, Lord God, thank you. Thank you. You could be in the midst of something and not even know that you're in the midst of troubled waters and God delivers you from those troubled waters. And when he allows you to see whether that's the next day, whether that's the next moment. Whether that's 10 years, you can really begin to find reasons why you should thank the Lord. You can really begin to find reasons why God deserves to be praised, why God deserves to be worshipped. And when you really begin to see how he has taken your life forward in spite of everything that you've gone through, 
in spite of everything that you may have faced, you can really begin to find reasons to praise and bless God. So I encourage you on today to allow God to open your eyes, to see whatever it is that you need to see so that you can begin to bless and praise God. Bless and praise God for carrying you through the storm. Bless and praise God for what he allowed to happen and for you to go through so that you can begin to see the glory of how the glory of the Lord has been revealed in your life. Because sometimes we don't recognize and realize the glory of God has been revealed in my life. And that's such a blessing to be chosen by God for whatever it is you may face in life is a blessing. That's a blessing. We have to recognize our blessing. The fact that God will look at my life and say, I want to use her. I want to use him. That's a blessing. And sometimes um, people, sometimes people can make us make us feel as though. Um, what, what, no matter, well, sometimes when people can make us feel as though because of our past or because of what we've gone through, because of the different things that we are worthy of God's blessings that we that we make us feel like make us feel like in a way that that's contrary to how God wants us to feel and sometimes we can um we can feel that way on our own sometimes we have self-condemnation and we feel like because of what we've gone through because of what we've done because of God can use us or because and we feel unworthy God I don't feel worthy to to walk in this But when you begin to recognize that I went through what I went through because I was chosen by God to go through it. You recognize that that's a blessing to be chosen. And God, because you chose me for it, you already had the blueprint for me to come up out of it. There was just some things that you needed me to learn. There was just some things that you needed me to see. There was just some things that you needed to prepare me for. Sometimes God got to prepare you for the good season in your life. Sometimes God got to prepare you for the blessed season in your life. Because sometimes we think we're ready and we're really not. We really not. God knows the people that you are going to encounter in the next season of your life. And I need you to be able to deal with it so you won't faint when you get there. I need you to be able to deal with some stuff. Because right now, if I allow you to go into a daughter, if I allow you to go into a son, then I'm not the good father because I'm setting you up to fail. God doesn't set us up to fail. He sets us up to win. He sets us up to win. So when you are in Christ and when you begin to choose to walk in the spirit, when you are his, when you are his, my people, when you are his chosen vessels, God sets us up to win, to walk in the victory, to walk in victory because he was victorious. I'm pretty sure when um, the hour of darkness came for Jesus, it's no telling what he went through because we're supposed to consider Jesus. Do you not recognize that Jesus went through just so that we can have the victory? This is how much he loved us. This is how much he cares for us. He was willing to suffer 
and to go through so that he can be the official sacrifice. No more sacrificing of lambs, no more sacrificing of animals. I'm just going to come down and I'm going to shed the greatest blood to ever be shed, that's ever going to be shed. I'm just going to come down and walk among men. And I'm going to shed my blood to cover everything. When you recognize I got the blood of Jesus on my life and everything that I've faced and everything that I've gone through and everything I will go through and everything that I will face. I got the blood of Jesus on my life. I got the blood of Jesus covering my walk. I got the blood of Jesus covering my talk. When you begin to realize that I am blood covered, I am protected. I am in safekeeping. I am with the creator of the universe. I am with Jesus. So that no matter what I face, no matter what I go through, no matter how I feel about myself, I am with Jesus. I am with Jesus. No matter what it looks like. No matter what it looks like to me, no matter what it looks like to people, whether it looks good, whether it looks bad, whether it looks ugly, what, no matter what it looks like. Because the only opinion, the it's not an opinion the only truth because he is the truth that matters is Jesus and in order for you to know what how God feels about you in order for you to know the 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 truth you have to go and you have to seek God a dedicated life to God means something it means something for you talking about all these mental health spiritual health and different things like that when you walk with Jesus it means something to your mental health it means something to your spiritual health. It means something to your physical health. It means something when you begin to walk with God. You want to prosper? Walk with Jesus. That's true prosperity. Beloved, I wish that above all you were prospering me in good health, even as your soul prospers. Because no matter what you face, as long as you're with Jesus, you know you're going to be all right. You know you're going to be all right. You know that even in this in this life, you're going to be out, all right. And if when he decides to take you out of here, you know, you're going to be all right because you know you're going to be resting safely with him. So in death and in life, I'm going to be all right as long as I'm with Jesus. I pray that on today that you will recognize. That. God is a God that restores. He's a God that heals. And I pray that you will begin to worship him. Worship him. Don't worship money. Don't worship things. Don't worship your clothes. Don't worship your status. Don't worship who you think you are. Don't worship what people say about you. Don't worship no don't worship anybody. Because let me tell you something. All those things that you worship in, that you that that you sometimes that you yeah, they are on sinking sand. Unfaithful sinking sand. Jesus is faithful. His name is faithful. God's name is faithful. Faithful. Because God is good and he's worthy to be praised. All glory goes to God. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. Lord God, there is none like you in all the earth, God. You are a standing place. You are a standing ground. You are the reason why we still exist on today. 
You are the reason why our lives have been called to purpose because you have placed purpose deep within us. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that you will allow us to just allow you to build our confidence and trust in you, Lord God, so that we can begin to see the purpose that you have created for us, Lord God. Recognizing, Lord God, that if you allow certain things in our life, Lord God, that it's going to work out for our good. It's going to work out for our good when we are in you, God. Thank you, Father God, for just um, blessing our lives, Lord God, with your touch, with your healing. Thank you, Father God, for just allowing us to be able to walk with you. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to be able to abide with you. Father God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. I pray for every listening ear, Lord God. I pray for their families, that their families be made whole. I pray, Lord God, for um, them to just go into a deeper relationship with you, Father God. I pray, Lord God, for whatever situation and circumstance they may face, whether good or bad, Lord God, that they will begin to recognize you and begin to bless and praise you for it. I thank you for, Lord God, providing us with the understanding of the things that we need, Lord God, and being able to accept the things, Lord God, that we don't understand and accept the things that we cannot change. Lord God, you are an awesome God. You are the creator of the universe, Lord God. And Lord God, as you prepare your people for your coming back, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will begin to allow your people to really call on you like never before, to begin to cry out, Lord God, for you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for making our hearts ready, Lord God, coming back for a ready bride, the church. Father God, Lord God, allow us to begin to witness and minister your love. Allow us to begin to witness and minister your name. Allow us, Lord God, to be able to just um, tell people of your goodness, of your mercy, of your love and your kindness. And thank you for allowing us to go through the storms in our life, Lord God, that prepared us for greater, that prepared us for the ministry and the different callings and the different um, things we have to face in life in the different seasons, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for just your many wonderful blessings. Thank you, Lord God, for filling us up with good things, Lord God. Recognizing that there is none like you in all the earth, Father God. Recognizing that there is none like you, Lord God, that is able to keep us, that is able to lead us, that is able to guide us, that is our friend, that is our faithful counselor, that is our wonderful, wonderful counselor and faithful to the end. Thank you for being the Alpha and the Omega. You see our beginning from our ending, Lord God. You know all things, Father God, and there is none like you in all the earth. I pray for every listening ear, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would go into our schools, into our hospitals, into our homes, Lord God, and begin to make your spirit manifest, Lord God. Recognizing, Lord God, that some things you allow us to go through, Lord God, is so that your glory can be revealed. It's so that someone else can know, Lord God, that you are capable. You are more than capable. You are more than able. Father God, there is none like you in all the earth, God. I thank you, Lord God, for your covering. I thank you, Father God, for your provision. I thank you, Lord God, for just um, holding us, Lord God, and for just helping us through the trouble that we didn't even weren't even aware of that we were facing, that the enemy tried to throw our way, that the enemy tried to use to destroy us, Lord God, but you used it and you sustained us. Lord God, there is none like you in all the earth, Father God. I praise you and I bless you. And Father God, I pray that you would just look on this nation and, and just protect and provide it with it what it needs you are the great father and the good father in jesus name we pray amen i pray that you will go forward and be blessed on today you have just tuned in to the victoriously anointed podcast with lynn stacy you can go on various podcast platforms such as spotify amazon music samsung podcast and listen in you can also go on facebook or instagram and follow at lynn stacy studios if today's podcast has been a blessing to you Please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.